Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Hit Start to Play podcast. It's your boy, Big Man Jack, and I am with my co-host, as usual. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you happen to be. I hope you're keeping safe during the current circumstances. Almost out of this hell now. Stay (laughs) strong, boys and girls. We're almost there. We're almost there. Um, (laughs) I'll tell you what, right, before we get into things, it's a little interesting fact. We're actually recording this episode three days after we've just recorded the last one. Um, So this is the first time we've done this, because normally we record on Mondays, um, but your boy's on holiday next week. So no, I'm not going anywhere. I'm being safe, Um, but it's I'm just off work, so I'm chilling. Um, So we're a bit... uh, I don't know what the word is. It's uh... It's slightly just not unorganized, just (laughs) rushed, I think. So this episode might be a bit different. You never know, but we move. We got this. We got this, boys. Yeah, there's a surprising amount of news considering I literally had two days to plan this. And it's literally just come through in the last few days. So (laughs) Yeah, all of this is like new. So let's go. We'll start off with the Outer Worlds. RPG game from the developers of Fallout New Vegas. Yes. Very, very, very good, good game, game. by the way. Yeah, very good. yeah, I think so. I yeah. enjoyed it. The new DLC has just released. I believe it might be the last as well. I'm not sure. But uh, Murder on Eridanos. Eridanos. I'm not even going to try. It's Eric. something like that. Oh, Eric. Uh, it's the second DLC for the game. Introduces a new missions on the planet Eridanos where you'll meet new NPCs. Get new weapons and armor and partake in new quests and whatnot. I believe it is about $14.99 individually. Not sure what it converts to. So yeah. expensive. It's actually kind of pricey for DLC. Usually yeah, it's like it's 11 Yeah. Um, yeah. But you what? can buy, you, you can get the, the obviously the season pass. What is this? Like Black Ops too. 1 map pack. What are you on about? Four <laughs> maps, like 15 quid. <laughs> Absolute rip off. Disgusting behavior, if you ask me. But it launches March 17th, so yesterday it came out. Mm. And uh, for, for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, however, as I don't believe the Outer Worlds has actually been done for PS5 or anything yet. No, I don't think so. But So basically the little premise behind it is you, your character is hired to uh, investigate the murder of Halkian Helen. And this brand new storyline takes place obviously on Eridanos, home of the Rizzi, Rizzo's line of beverage distilleries. Huh, not yeah. really sure. I obviously it's, it's from the game, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's random. So uh, apparently, you do not need to finish the main quest in the, the the vanilla game before you can do this. You only need to complete the Radio Free Monarch quest. Monarchs, of course, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's all you need to do is is get past the, the planet Monarch, basically, and you can. Is it hard? No, no, no. It's, it's not difficult. It's not. Uh, they've raised the level cap to 36 and new perks and floors have been added to this DLC. There's a bunch of new locations and weapons that uh, I have a, I'm not going to list them all off. I'll let you guys discover for yourself. That's but there is a there is... strange level cap. 36. Uh, what? Uh, they did it in uh, New Vegas as well. <laughs> why not just go 40? Right. Every DLC they kept adding like, weird levels. Mm. Don't know why. But there's a bunch of quests. Like, uh, like It's probably worth it. There's like quick count for I'm not gonna just estimate it's probably fifteen to twenty new quests, so it's not actually that bad at all. 
No. So yeah, I'd, I'd p- definitely pick that up if you like the game. I would say I would advise hack it. Skill. Apparently, game. the hack skill has been raised to 140 as well. I don't know why, but big hacker man, Xbox 360 hacker man. Yeah, yep. I got Probably, it. Probably uh, induces is going to be a lot of hacking involved with this DLC. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, definitely picked up if you like the game. So moving on, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's <laughs> Revenge. This actually looks kind of cool. It reminds me a lot of the Simpsons arcade game that got released for Xbox 360 uh, and PS3, where it was like a 16-bit game, what? like side-scrolling brawler game. Uh, it was an old arcade game that they sort of remastered into an actual console game. Right. Similar things happened here. <laughs> It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge features groundbreaking gameplay rooted in sort of an 80s style game game sort of mechanic sort of world brought to us by the same developers that brought the Streets of Rage franchise, which uh, is a very, very popular old... I remember Streets of Rage, yeah. Old arcade <clears throat> sort, of, sort of games. Very, very nice games Good for fun. the time. But I've actually had a look. This game does look really 16-bit, but it looks really nice. Looks hellacious as well. You can pick whatever turtle you like, obviously, and they all have their different like abilities and moves as you go about your quest to fight Shredder. Apparently, the I haven't seen the films, but there's the Rhino. The two are they both Rhinos? I don't know the names. It's like the in one of the new films. There's like animal. There's like one's a Rhino and one's I can't remember Bebop. Oh, it actually says it. Bebop and Rocksteady. I don't know. Pass. Uh, yeah, not a clue. Not even. Yeah, I know they're like rhinos <clears throat> or something. But so it looks really fun, to be fair. All right. Uh, Be- Bebop might be a pig, you know? Something like that. Up the but, pig gang. That's what you pig want. Gang. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's a bunch of new locations. Obviously, there's Manhattan and Coney Island. And apparently, as they describe it, dank sewers. I don't I don't know, but all right. <laughs> the game looks like it looks fun. I, I'm sure it'll be co-op as well. Mm. Uh, I don't know when the release date is for this. I don't think it has one yet. It just says 2021. So yeah, if if you like that sort of thing, definitely send it, mate. Go for give it. Give that a shot. <clears throat> Doom Eternal, something we've talked about quite a bit recently because its music <laughs> is absolutely beautiful. I'm still pumped from what I listened to three yeah, days literally. ago. <laughs> If ever I'm in a bad mood, I'll just put that on. I mean, also, it does make you, uh, you know, want to go to war. So I don't know. Maybe that's not such a good idea when yeah, you're don't angry. don't listen to it in public. <laughs> but, yeah, the DLC for Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods Part 2, has just released, I believe. I think it might be uh, March 18th today, possibly. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah, sure it came out today. But it is the second, obviously, sort of expansion to the ancient worlds dlc i'm not going to say a lot because it's only come out today but basically a quick little quick quick sort of wrap up of this is the doom slayer will lay siege to imora the dark lord's fortress in the heart of hell and if he can defeat that hell will be resealed forever a bunch of new enemies new weapons of like the sentinel hammer which looks really cool but i'll let you guys sort of see go and have a gander boys uh, yeah, it's got a very unique boss called the Dark Lord, who is a actual he's a mirror of um the Doom Slayer, which is pretty cool. He has the same abilities that your character has. Sounds good. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna say too much since it's only coming like out. A, today. Seems like a big week for DLCs. Seems I like think 
everyone's dropping just, DLCs left, right, and center. I think it's just big games are getting DLCs recently, which is, it can be a good thing. Depends on yeah. the DLC. I suppose, as long as they're good. Well, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, go pick this up. I don't, I, I don't actually know how much this is to be honest. I'd imagine probably similar to the Outworlds one. Yeah, I assume so. It's probably like the going rate for yeah, DLCs yeah, nowadays. For, for expansions. But next up, we've got a new game. Something that, that is completely new IP-wise. And it is a game called Severed Steel, which shows off sort of sliding, stunting, and sharpshooting, as it's described. Very oh, similar. Wow. trying to think what the game's called. Super Hot is, is what it's sort of. The, it was an old game where... Basically, time would stand still if you weren't moving. And it was right. very sort of, if you were good at it, it was really stylish. It looked really nice to play. It was a good game, actually. I as like well. visually appealing games, personally. It's, it's, it's very, very sort of high skill cap. The graphics look gorgeous, actually. It's very cartoony sort of style to it, but it looks Ooh. really nice. So are we talking um, like 13? Uh um, cartoon-esque or Borderlands cartoon-esque? I would say more Borderlands-y. Okay. Sort of, not sort of, it's slightly cell-shaded, but not quite to Borderlands level, but it looks... Could be interesting. Yeah, I guess. But um, it's inspired by other first-person shooters such as Mirror's Edge, so that sort of game, and Fear. That's actually what it kind of looks like graphically is Mirror's right. Edge. okay. I rate that. So I like cell shaded, but game. not not quite as Borderlands sort of mm-hmm. cell shaded. But it has destructible environments, lots of bullet time tricks, and for like so parkour and very oh, super hell yeah! It sounds really cool. It, it Hardcore really parkour cool. boys. You can't reload either, like Mirror's Edge. When you run out of ammo, your gun, you, you just send it. Get a new one. Who so needs more uh, bullets? Just get a new gun. Get a new gun. <laughs> Easy fix. But it says uh, from Greylock Studios said themselves, it's you, your trigger finger, and a steel toed boot against a superstructure full of bad guys. Chain together wall runs, dives, flips, and slides to take every last enemy down. So very high skill cap game. If you're very good, it will look very nice. If you're bad, you'll probably be miserable. <laughs> so that's probably... Probably sort of what it is. It's planning to release in the second half of 2021. And it says here you can find it on Steam until then. Probably, I'm not sure. I don't think it's been released yet on Steam. I think that's just pre-coming. Once yeah, they uh, pre- get the green light, whatever it is. Yeah, I believe Steam are getting it first. But there is a, from one of the developers, that she says, I want Severed Steel to give players a feeling of entering a flow state in a chaotic environment. I want them to find themselves diving through the air, only a couple of rounds left in the magazine with bullets whizzing by, rockets tearing up the environment. But if they feel, but they feel if they stay sharp, they can come out on top. So type of game, mirrors edgy with a lot of guns. Sounds really cool. That sounds like my real life, to be fair. It's, you know. To work out to on a daily basis. <laughs> Who does this man think he is? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. You see me running up walls and jumping off buildings and stuff with like guns, you know, it's just this what I do, bro. I mean. Anyway, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs>
<laughs> but, <laughs> but next up, this is something I'm not really bothered about, but it does look really cool. Is Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance is a new up and coming uh, third person thing, I believe. It's like a third person action role playing game. Okay. I always thought D and D was just the the dice thing. Is it? I didn't realize they actually did like. A... Yeah, I think they have like an actual. It's a big franchise. You sort of. Think. Oh yeah, it's huge. But I didn't realize yeah. that they actually have like games. I always thought it was. Yeah, just... no, they got they got they got a few. But this is a spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance Two. And sure. this was originally uh, slated for release on PC and consoles, but it got changed. I'm not sure why. Probably uh, the, the what's going on. Probably yeah. hasn't helped. Yeah, affected but, a lot of things, doesn't it? For... Yeah, but it's set in the tundra region of Icewind Dale. I will not know. I don't know like Dungeons or Dragons, so I won't know anything what this means. But it will features characters from uh, the R.A. Salvatore's novel series, The Legend of Drizzt, including four playable characters: Drizzt, Duerden, Catty Bree, Bruno Battlehammer, and Wolfgar. And this game will include both single player and multiplayer modes. And it is a uh, four-player co-op as well. Well, there you go. It does look cool. It looks cool. And it's, uh, it's, it is a game. Local co-op was initially announced but got dropped. It seems to be happening a lot now, to be honest. Well, I don't think pretty people play local co-op anymore. I don't think it's like, you know, it used to be one of those things you'd sit, you know, with your friend on the sofa yeah, or whatever yeah. and play a game. But nowadays, first off, no one leaves the house. Um. And second off, you just play you just play multi, you don't you just play multiplayer. Yeah. Anymore. And it also takes a lot of uh, console power as well, split screen. Yeah, so there's almost it's, no point. Never worth it. But if you like this sort of thing, it does look kind of cool. But I, I wouldn't I, I don't think I'll be getting it. But like if you like that sort of thing, if you like Dungeons and Dragons and whatnot, definitely go for it. Yeah. Drop in later this year. The next one is a game we've mentioned uh, a couple of times before is Returnal, which is like the Mass Effect-y sort of thing. Story trailer was uh, revealed not long ago. So basically they teased what was going to be happening, what the game's actually sort of about. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the trailer answered some, some questions that, that a lot of people had. So first one obviously being like, what is the game actually about? And so so that might story, be a good start. Yeah, because yeah, we only got like a <laughs> gameplay thing before, so we don't really know anything about it. But so, for the, the story follows a character called Serene, a Greek American Astra Deep Space Scout who is a complex and layered character that is driven to a fault, intelligent and resourceful. What? Okay, whoever <laughs> wrote this article, grammar, please. But yeah, so. I, I, yeah, that doesn't doesn't make sense. But so I'm, I think that's supposed to mean the character has to become resourceful because she's sort of dumped into this world and stuff's gone wrong because she crash lands in an alien like foresty sort of planet. Mm-hmm. So I think it is trying to say that the character has to kind of fend for herself. Wow. And she discovers the ruins of an alien civilization filled with statues, gates, a xenotech, and alien corpses. And of course, there's a lot of aliens involved all over the place. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did someone just say aliens? Did someone say crossover? Aliens? Bro, this, this is it's happening again. Kingdom Hearts crossover. <laughs> it's going to be final boss is Goofy. Oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's confirmed, by the way, just so you know. 
Yeah, all confirmed. <laughs> well, apparently, this Celine is the last human sort of alive in this game on this planet, and she is voiced by um, Diana Burnwood from the Hitman trilogy. Actually, really, the same woman. Yeah, interesting. I mean, actually, not necessarily very interesting because her, her voice is really irritating after a while, so that might get annoying. I mean, she's in a suit for the whole game, so it's probably going to sound a bit distorted, like she's talking for a mask. But... That's all right, because her vo- her British accent is like... Is she know, the like... one that like talks to you throughout the yeah, game? Yeah, she's like 47. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's voiced by her. She's... Uh... Apparently she's, it's a really good performance, though. It's definitely like an American way of thinking. That's how British people sound because it's so stereotypically British. It's annoying. Yeah, very sort of upper class British. What people think British people sound like, but we actually don't. Yeah, no, that's sort exactly what I was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's there's there's a bunch of stuff that this sort of revealed. Another one being sort of the how the world changes around you to kind of challenge you. Sounds a bit sort of Middle Earth, Shadow of War-y. Mm-hmm. And it's another one, Relive Other Cycles That Aren't Your Own. Apparently, you you discover the story of the alien civilization through a set of statues, which are called Xeno Archives. And the disturbed writings found on Xenoglyphs, and apparently you tell the story from sort of an alien's point of view, that you can sort of see what happened in this place and, and why this place is how it is. Right. Apparently, uh, she discovers a load of her own scout corpses as well through this planet called Atropis or Atropos. I'm not sure how they want uh, that's pronounced. Atropos sounds better. It's about Atropos. Atropos, <laughs> and it like has there's like like Dark Soulsy actually, um, where you'll often find dead bodies or bloodstains on the floor in Dark Souls games that you can watch, and it will show how other players have died. In oh, the okay. Yeah. It's got a similar sort of thing. And it shows other players' deaths in Returnal, at the conclusion of which you can decide to scavenge the remains of the other players for items or avenge their death, which trigger events that are best discovered when you play. So they haven't they haven't said a lot about hmm. that really. And it's uncover a deeper mystery in first person. So although the game is primarily a third person game, you can uh, switch between the three. You, you can go into first, the three, the two, rather. Two? Yeah, we're going to second person. Second person just breaks the game. <laughs> the console <laughs> just catches fire. You're like, oh, well, great. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds really cool. Uh, I think oh, I would do, I'd definitely pick this up. I think it's, it looks really good. Okay. It's Mass right. Effect-y. And it's, right. uh, it releases April 30th for, for those of you that want this. There you go. Next up, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2. There's nothing on this game. Yeah, I, I've never been a big fan of this franchise, but it's popular because this is the eighth game in the franchise. I just give it a rest. So <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It releases 4th of June. There's not a lot of information because it only just got sort of announced. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, if you like slow-paced, boring, tactical sniper games, go for it. Other than yeah. that, if, no. you, if you want to sit there for about a week and shoot one person and be my guest, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but next, where the heart leads drops on PS4, PS5, I believe it is a Sony exclusive on July 13th. This this game looks absolutely beautiful. It's really? a puzzle game, I believe, 
and it's 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 just graphically it looks it's very sort of indie and it looks a game that it looks like uh the witness and firewatch are two games that it looks very similar to both indie games both absolutely beautiful games too very similar and how it's described when husband and father wit anderson they've only got one of their names sony really need to step up their blogs here like sort it out boys when father when husband and father and then they've got there's no punctuation so i don't even know what that's supposed to say but this guy wit anderson (laughs) descends into a sinkhole to save the family dog so he's got. Oh, all right. No, I rate that. You know, John I'd Wick. Eat, I'd eat myself into a, into a yeah, sick to save a dog. Yeah, same. So basically, I'm guessing he goes all John Wick. He unwittingly tumbles into a journey through time, suddenly enveloped by visions of his past, present, and future. Wit discovers that he can change time, altering the courses of his and others' lives forever. And apparently, it just described there are memories to make in the game. And the narrative experience is described to wrap its arms around you. So, very sort of indie. I that sounds kind of cool, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like a difficult or frustrating game. It seems to be quite a comfort in, like, um, like The Witness. It's, it's very sort of pleasant, I mm-hmm. think is a good word. But it looks really good. Drops June. I, I think this could be, because I believe this is an indie game. I don't think this would be a full. Probably still be 70 quid. Oh, yeah, probably. And it's, <laughs> it's uh, said that it's very similar to games like Heavy Rain, oh. which uh, was, a, was a fantastic game in its day. What was that? What was it? What's the guy's name? Um, the shouts that because it glitches, isn't it? Jason! <laughs> Jason! Jason! The kid walks off with a balloon. And he's Jason! Jason! Every yeah. two seconds, just screaming this <laughs> kid's name. Uh, but yeah. there's a lot of branching paths and things, apparently. So I like games like that. I like, what, like um, Detroit and stuff like that. You know, you can just do some yeah, different yeah. things. Yeah, there's, yeah. A bu- there's, a bunch, there's a bunch of stuff. But that drops June. Looks quite nice. I, re- I, I think I'd recommend picking this up, to be honest. Yeah. But the next one, Warhammer 40k, massive franchise is released. Or not released, sorry, is leaked. That a new game is on its way called Necromunda Hired Gun. Uh, leaked Wednesday on the Microsoft storefront. Uh, not sure if the release date's been, been uh, sort of announced yet. Mm-hmm. But so it's a first person shooter set in the world of Warhammer 40,000. And it appears to have leaked. This isn't something I don't think that was supposed to have been announced yet, but it got leaked. It always amazes me how things get leaked. Yeah, this is an Xbox exclusive as well, I believe. Microsoft, come on, boys! So, so, something's been leaked somewhere. So it's 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 based on like the you know Warhammer started with is like the board game with toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to this, paint this, the figures this, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is based on that, and it's the first title to allow players to experience this fa- franchise from the first person perspective, and players will take on the role of a lone mercenary aided by a partially robotic dog called Cyber Mastiff. And they'll be able to upgrade their character with customizable augmentations, allowing them to run on walls and leap over chasms. A lot of parkour today. And that's according to the official description as well. But it sounds all right. If you like, I wouldn't have a clue. Um, I'm not a Warhammer person. No, I used to be actually as a kid, but not. not yeah, I, don't, not I, I played one of the games on like mm-hmm. Steam. 
but it, it apparently there's grenades made out of rats as well. I don't know. <laughs> no, hold on, bro. No, what you're telling me? I could fuck, I, I could yeet a yat, a yat, yeet a, a yat. yat, yeet a rat or someone, and it's gonna blow up. Yeah, apparently you've sold the game to me. That's it. I don't even care. But the game could be dookie as long as I'm throwing rats at people. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. I like that. But it looks uh, kind of cool. The franchise obviously hasn't always been. The last Necromunda game uh, was received really poorly, but it's a new it's a new studio, uh, and the studio has an excellent track record. Releasing mm-hmm. Space Hulk Death Wing in 2016 that was uh, received really really well. So yeah, it looks promising. So nice. We'll have to wait and see. And the last bit of news, it's been a lot. It's been popping is, this week. Yeah, it's been like literally every time I look, there's something new. <laughs> but um, the next game in the Life in Strange series is coming this September. Really popular story driven franchise. Mm-hmm. And it features a new protagonist with all new powers and unlike previous entries in the series life is strange true colors won't be uh, episodic it's always been like a telltale sort of system where they release like episode one yeah and then two yeah, yeah. Like a bit later the whole thing's been released in one game on september 10th square enix and developer deck nine uh revealed this at the square enix digital showcase that happened uh today i believe that happened Okay. I didn't have time to to look into all the games re- revealed. I might oh. uh, look into that for for the next episode. It's done been a busy week, boys. Yeah, it, uh, it's been. But you you play Alex Chang, I believe is her name, okay. and she possesses supernatural powers in the form of psychic empathy. She can read and manipulate the strong emotions of others, which she perceives as sort of colors, and. Intense emotions can supposedly overwhelm Alex, and uh, seeing in the trailer, go watch that. That will kind of describe it better than than I can. But she will again, basically, she will use her abilities to uncover the truth behind a mystery, uh, which I believe is the death of her brother, which is described as an accident, but it's not an accident. I think is what it's supposed to be. And she's on the route to try and find out who did it. Yeah, like Life is Strange. They're 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 fantastic little games, and uh, I, I recommend I recommend picking this up if you've played the others because uh, oh, apparently actually, mm-hmm. True Colors will be available in a deluxe edition, which features an exclusive story called Wavelengths and an Ultimate Edition, which will include fully remastered versions of the original Life is Strange and Life is Strange Before the Storm games too. Well, there you go. That sounds actually quite appealing. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely for anyone that enjoys the series, yeah. go for it. In, in September, I recommend. But that that is the news. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Now, after after all the news and all the uh, the you know, here's, here's the, more news. Here's more news. Uh, well, it's not even news, is it? I mean, it's happening, and it's happened. Like. It's so the, the, we'll yeah, we, we've we've sort of touched on it in previous episodes, um, and we've we've spoken about it between us. Um, but the big topic of this week, the amazing, you know, the brainchild of this week is uh, is we're going to be pretty much talking about Bethesda going to Xbox. Yeah, um, it is officially done. It, it, it's over now. So that you know, what what are you? I guess, I guess the real question is, what does this mean? Like, is this yeah. the forefront of all different gaming developers almost picking sides now? 
or is this just going to be a one-off? I, I don't know. So, you know. in an article here, now this worries me a little bit, and I'll get to why in a minute. Hmm. So, as one of the largest, most critically acclaimed, privately held game developers and publishers in the world, absolutely, yep. Bethesda is an incredibly talented group, yes. Agreed. And along with this, so Bethesda, comes with a bunch of stuff so they bought bethesda which includes bethesda game studios obviously id software zenimax online studios arcane machine games tango gameworks alpha dog and roundhouse studios now that's a lot that's a big package and it it obviously explains like the seven billion yeah 7.8 i think yeah but the scary thing is these are the teams responsible for and this is a big list of like world-class sort of beloved games so franchises like the elder scrolls fallout wolfenstein doom dishonored prey quake starfield and many many more have all gone to microsoft this this is scary to me bill gates please this is like (laughs) this says to me and this is confirmed also as well that Phil Spencer, the head of Microsoft, has said, I believe he's the head of Microsoft. I know he's he's big up in there. Uh, but he has said, yeah, probably. He's, he's always the one that goes out on E3 and talks about Microsoft. Um, and he has basically said, future Bethesda games will be exclusive to platforms where Game Pass exists. And Game Pass is a, is a Microsoft thing that is currently on Xbox, mm-hmm. which says to me, uh, Xbox is going to have Bethesda games in the future. Which, which is, is... Spit. it's an like issue for me for me obviously if we go back to the list of games we have elder scrolls i love it fallout dwarfenstein doom dishonored are all franchises i personally love yep and they're all gone like they, they will all be microsoft only <laughs> by the looks of it yeah yeah uh I'd, it's difficult because it's inevitable right i think because as as we progress into you know into the future of gaming almost because we don't know what you know what it's going to be in 10 20 years time and microsoft being the company size that it is obviously is like uh, god knows how many more times bigger than bethesda in terms of that so i feel like the sale sort of I reckon they they agreed it because it's almost like a a safety blanket for the future for Bethesda because Microsoft isn't going anywhere anytime soon. No. Let's be honest. No, not a chance, no. So, you know, you're under the blanket of Microsoft. Um, so you're safe almost, aren't you? You know, you, you're I think under the- as well. No, Bethesda again aren't they're not they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They're one of the biggest gaming mm. corporations on the planet. But if you if Microsoft came to me and said, Do you want like almost eight billion? But you're all gonna, of your stuff comes to us, I'm I'm taking it. You're gonna say yes, aren't you? Like yeah. there's no way you're gonna turn that down. Statistically also in an article, um Bethesda has always been bigger on Xbox as well, sales wise and whatnot, than than on Sony. The problem no. is you're not you you shutting out an entire market is just not the way to go, I don't think. No, especially not for franchises like Elder Scrolls and Fallout. 
two obviously beloved franchises, mm. suddenly uh, a big group of people will not be able to play these games. Elder Scrolls comes to mind originally. Yeah, just because is thing, isn't it? 20, 2026 when Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, mm. which is the supposed date now. Because they're probably Hold on, too sorry. busy making Did you just Skyrim say 2026? Yeah. Wow. I believe it, it was announced at E3 like 2019, I think. Okay. And it's 2026 is the, the release date for it, supposedly, which means they're probably working on Skyrim again for the 15th time. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but there, there is coming, but it, it looks like it probably will not be on, on Sony consoles. Skyrim might be on PC. Because like, is the Xbox, yeah, is the Xbox Game Pass on PC? Uh, have a look. Potentially, I mean, it would make sense, wouldn't it? From yeah, there. yeah, it is. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So you'll get these games on PC and Xbox, but not uh, Nintendo Switch or uh, PS Five. Such a horrible idea. It really is. I mean, yeah, they are. I don't think this will backfire on them too much, to be honest. <laughs> I guess the argument for me would be obviously you saw how well God of War did, and that's just that's just Sony, right? And that game did phenomenally, didn't it? Yeah, so, well, yeah. Obviously, there are arguments for it, but yeah, game of the decade compared to like obviously, you know, I know God of War isn't well, the only game in a franchise. The thing with that, God of War Ragnarok is not going to be Sony exclusive. So that's what I mean. Like, if it did phenomenally. On Sony and Bethesda have done phenomenally well, yeah. across all platforms. Now they're funneling themselves into just one, you know, yeah, one channel. I, I mean, I don't know the statistics, the statistics. Obviously, I would assume that there's probably more PC gamers, but I think as in terms of yeah. console gamers, I think people more lean towards Sony. You know, PlayStation Four, PlayStation yeah, yeah. Five, Sony consoles outsell Xbox. Yeah, you know, so you're cutting off that market completely in the hope that what that the Xbox and PC keep you, you know, not obviously they're going to stay relevant. It's Bethesda, but do you see what I mean? Like you're going to lose a huge chunk, I think, of of yeah, players, potentially. You know, it, it's got. I think it's got high potential to go go wrong i really do i really do it I do could i i don't think this will backfire for now mm. just because of the sheer cost that bethesda just lumped mm. because of this it, it makes sense but it yeah, makes it, sense yeah yeah and no, i agree in that. the future like we're talking years down the line we, we things might not it might not be exclusive but that's just what phil spencer said says the future for now it will be on Game Pass platforms, which obviously Sony don't have, or neither did Nintendo. Yeah. And uh, he has said, though, that obviously I cannot sit here, and this is a direct quote from Phil Spencer, obviously I cannot sit here and say every Bethesda game is an Xbox exclusive because we know that that is not true and would be ridiculous. That, like, So it's, it's a bit contra contradictory where he yeah. said, but... I think uh, another thing he has said is there's contract obligations that we're going to see through. We have games that exist on other platforms and we are going to go and support those games on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players. We love those communities and we'll continue to invest in them, 
either contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go and do, even if the future for Bethesda on Xbox might be there. So it's not saying every single Bethesda title forever is going to be Xbox exclusive. Just as of right now. That's... Yeah, and, and as he continues, he says, if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists, so Xbox PC, basically, is what he said. He said, that's our goal, that's why we are doing this, that's the root of this partnership that we are building, and the creative capability we'll be able to bring to market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for yeah. Xbox after we're done here. Sure Which, yeah, I think he's right, yeah. <laughs> Um, he, he's right. Do you know what? Right, I'm gonna. I mean, this is this is really fair. Jack's controversial opinion. I'm gonna make this a little little section. I reckon. I think he's chatting utter rubbish. And I hear me out. Right. So there. It, it, what I gathered from what you've just like the quote you've just given is they're doing it for the people. It's pretty much what that. Yeah, they're doing it right for, for Xbox customers. Yeah. I I think that's a lot of rubbish, mate. Do you know why? You pay seven point five billion or whatever it is for this company that make the games like Elder Scrolls, like Fallout, that everyone knows, and you're obviously like gonna they're they're gonna make that and they're they're gonna make their money back in give it five oh, yeah, years, yeah. absolutely, if not yeah. more. So for him to sit there and say they've acquired it for the people, shut up, man. You haven't acquired it for the people. If you'd acquired it for the people, you wouldn't have put it straight onto Xbox Game Pass or whatever it's called, straight yeah. away, saying that the new ones, like obviously it's not permanent, but for now, they're going to be Xbox exclusives. If you were doing it for the people, you wouldn't have done that. Because like I said before, you're driving out an entire market. So to say, sit there and then contradict yourself and say, I'm doing it for the people, but at the same time, these people can't play the new games. Like just, I'd rather them just say, "Look, we've bought it um, to forward Microsoft in the game because we've fallen behind in terms of exclusives." Because it's it's quite, I would say it's quite well known that Sony have done exclusives a lot better than Microsoft over the yeah, last few yeah. years. Now I think they're trying to compete with that. So buying Bethesda in the hopes that the new Fallout games or the new Elder Scrolls games that will be Xbox exclusive for now are going to drive more people to go towards Xbox, if you see what I mean. so Yeah, which you, which you absolutely will. Yeah, will. that's what I mean. So for us, I, 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 well, think... I, I would get an Xbox myself to play these games, for mm-hmm. sure. like for me, and yeah. a lot of people will agree there. I, I, yeah, I think so. But the takeaway uh, that, that I'm just reading here is that games currently available on other platforms, so this thing like Skyrim, Fallout 4, Doom, will mm-hmm. not be affected by this. Right. So they will yeah, they so... will stay. But and and two games that, that have been revealed for this year, next year, called two games, Deathloop and Ghostwire, which are, are Bethesda games. Mm-hmm. I believe Zeni Zeni Max, I believe, is who's making it. They will still come out on PS5. However, yeah. future yeah. games will be exclusive where Game Pass exists, currently meaning Xbox and PC. So there's the, the games in the past. So you can still you can still play Skyrim, Fallout, whatever, which is good. It's a good thing. If they just kind of shut the whole thing off, I think people would be very upset. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But you would not be able to get away with that. No, but they said future games, however. So 
does this mean Fallout 5 when that eventually comes around? Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls 6. It's going to be next Xbox Doom. Exclusive. Yeah, I, it, that's what it looks like. Yeah. But it says Microsoft and Bethesda have now confirmed more will be revealed during a special showcase event scheduled for this summer. So we don't know everything yet. I mean, they what are you expected to take more. from that? You know, I think, yeah, you can't I think be optimistic. I think as much as I think Phil Spencer is a very good PR man, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's always very good at E3 and he has tried, I think, to yeah. sort of sh- sugarcoat it a bit and say yes and no yeah. to like what's going on. I think the bottom line is like games of the past will be okay, you can still play these, these games, mm-hmm. but. When games like The Elder Scrolls Six come around, which let's be real is going to be probably the biggest game of the decade, oh, yeah, when it when it drops, it probably won't be available on on Sony or Nintendo products, <sighs> which I don't think is the right move. No, it's a huge, huge move loss. for Microsoft in terms of Microsoft's sales will boost oh, a of lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for the game industry as a whole, I don't think this is a good move. For it's, example... It's brave. I'll give them that. It's a bit just... I don't know the word. Restrictive. Whereas like with God of War, for example, came out, no one expected to do as well as it did. Yeah. Came out for, for Sony exclusive. Came out, one game of the year, one game of the decade... And then they've realised, okay, a lot of it was it was one of the games. If you ask like Xbox and PC players, it's one of the games that they they regret not being able to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've decided, all right, well, let's make it not exclusive then. Like that's more for the people. Is yeah, just turning around agree. and saying we need to allow everyone to play this. Yeah. Same Horizon Zero Dawn as well came. Yeah, they come out on PC. Yeah, for the same reason. And we've got games like Days Gone and Bloodborne coming to PC just for the same reasoning. Yeah. I mean, do you Whereas think... Microsoft are kind of spearheading it towards them, which will do wonders for Microsoft. Of course it will. But anything but else. for the industry as a whole, I think this is restrictive. Yeah, I do. But of course, like because of this as well, I've just read another article here. 20 iconic Bethesda games have just been added onto the Game Pass for Xbox. So if you do have Xbox Game Pass, go and check. Some of these games are absolutely incredible. So I'll give you the, the quick list. There's 20 as of March 12th that have been added. Please go and play these. Now you have that sort of honour that you can. Yeah. Because none, none of us can. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. just go and, go and enjoy it. So you've got Dishonored. Dishonored 2. Doom 1993, the original Doom, where first-person shoot sort of kind of began. Mm-hmm. Please please go and play that if you have Xbox. It's, it's a wonderful game. Doom 2, Doom 3, Doom 64, Doom Eternal, The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, which uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, still rated as, as one of the best Elder Scrolls games. It's not the best ever made. The Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, obviously Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Fallout 4, Fallout 76. You're not missing much with that one. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas, please go and play that. Prey, Rage 2, you're not missing much there either. Don't worry about that one. No. Wolfenstein The New Order, Wolfenstein The Old Blood, Wolfenstein Young Blood. 
one big one missing there for me is Fallout Three, isn't there? I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even I didn't even clock that to be honest. Nineteen, uh, not nineteen. The twenty sixteen Doom isn't there either. So what's happening with Fallout Three? I wonder. I don't know. I have maybe no the, idea. Maybe the game maybe just doesn't exist anymore. That I don't know. Iconic Bethesda games, and they put Rage Two. Yeah, huh? best game in the world. What do you mean? <laughs> That's not even an old game. Like, how you can't call something iconic when it's been out two years and it bombed. Like, instead of Rage 2, you could put Fallout 3 there. Easy. Or instead of having... Let's look at some of these stinkers. The Evil Within was up there. It was all right. Instead of having that, you could have had... Um, Doom. I don't mm. know. The, strange choice, some of those. But some of those absolutely go and play while they're on Game Pass, which will probably be now forever. I don't, I don't imagine they'll ever leave Game Pass now. Uh, I think Game Pass sounds, sounds all right, to be fair, doesn't it? Like... Game Pass. I, uh, when I when I played Xbox One more, like primarily, I, I had Game Pass, and it's fantastic. Yeah, because it's like with PS Now, obviously, you lose all of the games when like the games rotate. Yeah. Whereas Xbox Game Pass is a bit different, and it's it works a lot better, I think, than like, PS Now. Which, let's be honest, I don't think I don't think PS Now is very good. Well, it's all old games, really, isn't it? More than anything. Yeah, it's. it's... <laughs> You get like one big game, but then you only get it for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of, kind of, kind of do. It's not. It's not worth it for being more expensive. I think as well in Game Pass. Yeah, sure, I, I don't know. Sure much, I don't know. Like five ninety nine or something a month, whereas Game Pass looks like three ninety nine, and it's it? better. Yeah, I believe so. Something like that. Oh, it wasn't that. a lot when I when I was looking at it, but I I don't think. This is a good move for Microsoft alone here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and Bethesda's obviously getting a fat payout from this. Oh, of course, yeah. But... Like, you, I, I understand. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. PC, console, and mobile, you can play these. Oh, do you know what? That's, that's... <laughs> Who's going to sit and play Skyrim on mobile? That sold me, mate. That's it. Oh, I, I changed my mind. Mobile? <laughs> Who? Who's going to sit there and play, like, Fallout 4 on mobile? Some psychopath will love it. What phone can run Fallout 4? Pass. Pass. I think it might have explode. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so am mine. Like, I could I couldn't run any of these games. Maybe Morrowind, yeah. Doom. Old oh, Doom, yeah. But other than that, my phone would literally combust. Legit. <laughs> like... Legit. But... So I, I don't know. I don't know. I think this is one of them. If you're already on Xbox or PC, this is brilliant. If you're on anything else, yeah, you can get in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. literally get in the bin. And I don't like that Phil Spencer has sat here and said, We're doing this for the players when you're literally spearheading one of the most beloved and biggest gaming corporations on the planet into your platform. Yeah. Whereas you have Sony who are openly partnering with PC to bring their exclusives onto it so other people can play, which is the way you want it to go in a world where, like, Xbox and P- like Sony keep tweeting each other, like, love you and stuff. Like, there's like, I don't know why, 
it seemed like everything was sort of coming together. Like they, they keep tweeting each other, like PlayStation and Xbox keep tweeting each other going, Oh, I wish you both like all the success and everything. Yeah. So you'd think they were suddenly starting to get along. And then it's like, no, nah, if you're on Sony, you can get in a bit. And no one likes these games other than us. Oh, okay. Do you know what, Ben? I love you. <laughs> what the hell? Same. I was not expecting that. <laughs> love you too. But I just, you know, everyone we just everyone was just saying like love and stuff. So I wanted to get involved. Yeah, just, just this is where it was leading. I love you. <laughs> but that, that's, yeah, it's definitely know. like a an interesting move, I think. It's actually got me worked up a little bit here. <laughs> sitting there, like, I'm getting annoyed because it's like... <laughs> sitting there sweating because I'm so angry. Yeah, it's like Phil Spencer sitting there saying for the players and then completely blockading a whole big group of players. If not the bigger group, almost, I think. You know, especially in terms of console. Yeah, oh, consoles, yeah, for sure, yeah. You know, so well, even the the switch outsold also outsold uh, the Xbox One. Yeah, so. it's just yeah. Microsoft in it. It's just it's just corporations. It's what is it? Capitalism, pretty much, and it's just corporations taking over other corporations in hope of having the biggest, you know, <laughs> the biggest possible yeah. company. And uh, it, that's it's, capital. Yeah, that's literally how to win it. Capitalism. It, it's literally not about gamers anymore. And that sounds so. St- that sounds so tragic and nerdy, but it ain't about gamers anymore. It's about who who's got the most money and who's yeah. got the most influence. You know, that's why that's indie developers thing. are the way forward. That's why because they care because they're tiny yeah. and they care about their platforms and they care about their audience. Yeah, like think of let's think go back to twenty eighteen, more God of War. Mm-hmm. Think of some of the other game of the year candidates that you Celeste. Yeah. Indie game, one of the best games of the decade. Let's think yeah. Limbo, Inside, The Witness. In all like indie games. But all absolutely just like the they're beautiful. Yeah. And it's it doesn't it just shows like it's not hard to Care. make yeah, but because of the these corporations are so big, people mm. will buy their stuff no matter what. So it's it's and, and this is going to bring a lot of people to Microsoft, of course it will. But that's not a good thing. No, no. <laughs> it's like they're trying to shut off. And who says it stops here? That's 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 the worry. Is like yeah, they, they just got Bethesda, but what happens if it's tomorrow? It's Guerrilla Games, EA, Insomniac, then... yeah, EA. <sighs> who, who says it's to stop? They already tried with EA and Ubisoft. Got told is, no. EA eventually uh, EA will give up because they just love money. So same with Ubisoft, yeah. How yeah. often how many times have you got to sort of try before they go, all right, is is another eight eight billion? Right, Sony just need to be like, yo, come on boys, come over here. <laughs> just to just to I, mean, I don't think I don't think they would. No, I that's don't that's the thing. But no, I that's I don't yeah, I don't really know what else to say on it. It's just I don't think this is a good way forward for the industry as a whole, really. No, I think it's... Uh... We'll, we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think... I mean, this episode was going to be shorter anyway. Um, because yeah. of... 
it's, it's not long after the other one, really, is it? But um, yeah, I think we can sort of leave it there before we end up getting into a huge <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> just start having mental breakdowns. Now, one platform. thing I will do actually is there is a big, big roundtable event on this where Phil Spencer spoke to a lot of people at Bethesda. Mm-hmm. I will link this uh, in. Let me just copy it into the Discord now, so I remember. Bethesda spoke with Phil Spencer about this. Right. Uh, it's it's about an hour and twenty minutes long. Uh, I won't. You don't need to watch the whole thing, uh, but I will link it in the description as it is very, there are some very important bits in there. So watch from 9.30 odd minutes in if you're going to watch this. Uh, I, I strongly encourage some of you to do that. As, Have a gander. Yeah, Have as a gander. it, it, it describes it better than, than we can, yeah. but it's also very sort of worrying. Coming from the straight from the horse's mouth, I think the term is. Yeah. That that's probably the best place to to get this. Yeah. So I will link it. Please go and check it out if you are at all interested in this, as this is this is a big thing. Yep. But he will describe it better than we will. It, a lot of it is sugar coated. I have I have watched most of this. A lot of it is is sugar coated, and a lot of it is sort of good PR. Yeah, trust me. So face in it. Looking at the comments to this as well. A lot of it's very positive, um, as well in the comments. So, Microsoft friends, yeah, it's all very positive, which is a bit, a bit worrying. But, but yeah, yeah, it's also confirmed. I just saw uh, <laughs> Microsoft's first party games on Game Pass stay forever. So that means now Bethesda games will be on there forever too. Which is a really good move, to be honest. It's it's very clever, but oh, it's, yeah. it's oh, just yeah. not good for for the industry as a whole. Oh yeah, it's, it's a clever move in terms of being like the corporation themselves. But anything else? Also, one thing I find worrying: mm. if you look at the description for this uh, for this sort of thing, uh, it's it's all in the comments. So you lot uh, watching us, go and go and look at the comments and watch this. It's very, very odd how a lot of these comments... Now, this has been changed by Microsoft since I watched this. But a lot of the comments are saying, why does the description mention Half-Life? Which is Valve. Oh, no. Yeah, watch this space, boys. Valve yeah. down to Microsoft. Just, I'm not, I'm not going to start sitting here and saying, because there's obviously nothing on this. It could have been a mistake. But that's a big mistake to make, and a lot of people are commenting on it, saying Half Life Alex was the one they they mentioned. Why would you mention that randomly when it's, there's nothing to do with Bethesda? I'm gonna move to Mars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk, just take me to Mars, yeah, come please. on, man. Let's go, me, you, Elon Musk, and our Doge coins, and we could just leave. There's also quite a, a decent amount here about Obsidian, which the people that made our worlds for like New Vegas. Uh, and basically someone described this really well in the comments and someone asked, so are Microsoft buying Bethesda or Obsidian? And it's just, there's Xbox, just yes. 
So oh, it looks right. like the Outer Worlds in the future might, if they make an Outer Worlds 2, will probably be Xbox exclusive as well. Can't oh. remember what else Subsidian are known for other than New Vegas. And I'm just never going to play another video game ever again. Yeah, it's a shame, but, but that will be linked. So please uh, do go and check that out. It's very... It's quite long, but it, it's very important if you are interested in the industry, and it is it is interesting because a lot of it is is just chain rubbish, to be honest. Yeah. So it just yeah, go and go and watch that and see what you guys might like think of it. That's it. Well, that 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 was. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So it's that time again. It's that time again for the, the selfless plug as we're going to wrap up this episode. If a bit more cool. positivity, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's get positive, boys. Okay, right. Time to uh, load up the script. No, I'm joking. Check us out on YouTube, boys. Like the video if you enjoyed and subscribe to our channel for future content. Remember that we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And to be perfectly honest with you, most places that you wish listen to your podcasts will be on there. So have a look. Yeah. Um, make sure that you check out our website, hstp.co.uk. That's hstp.co.uk. I haven't spoke too much about the website, but there is uh, features on there that you can check out. You can leave us comments. You can actually leave us a voicemail. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, if you want us to hear your beautiful voice, maybe if we get enough, we can include them in the episode and we can react to them. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah, look that into that. Yeah. Um, make sure that you join our Discord server. We're, uh, I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, we're not the most active in there, but we're in there. So if you want to join, at us, it, got yeah, any questions? It's probably uh, the best place to get us quickly. I think is probably. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So jump in at one of us. One of us is normally on there most of the time. Um, episodes will go live 6 p.m. GMT on Sundays, and the clips go live onto YouTube on Tuesdays and Fridays. So make sure you go check them out and show them some love. Follow us all on, oh, sorry, follow us on all of our socials, which we only really use Instagram and Twitter. But let's hit start to play on both of those. I think that is everything from me. Uh, unless you have anything else to add. There's actually one thing I completely forgot oh. to mention. Uh, just a quick one. If you play the Avengers game, I don't know how many of you still do, probably six of you. The <laughs> Hawkeye is now available and Black Panther has just been announced. So, uh, which is quite nice, obviously, with Chadwick Boseman passing not too long ago. It's a nice little caveat to him. A nice thing that wasn't originally planned. So, yeah, that, that that's all from me. There you go. Little Avengers thing right at the end. Happy <laughs> Just days. for a bit of positivity. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, lads. We'll see you next week. That sounds really weird saying, even though it'll be three weeks from now. Yeah, technically, uh, yeah. Pretty much. Um yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll speak to you in a few weeks. Adios. Goodbye. Bye.